Running all my life, sacrifice, hustle pay the price, wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life, look, all my life, been grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle pay the price, wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life, look. James in the corner, Davis, corner three-pointer. James, the offensive rebound, finds Davis, runs up. Looked like there was a lot of contact, and he's grabbing his right leg. Seeing and hobbling up. I think we got a challenge coming, Mike. So a challenge on the, and this was him walking off the floor. You can kind of see that frustrated look for Anthony Davis, who still has not reappeared. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Ball Don't Lie podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome back to another show. And then this episode, we're going to be talking about the Lakers and the Suns. Man, it's a heated series. I can't wait to break down game four and what happened. And I'm about to predict as far as what may happen in game five and what the Lakers need to do and what the Suns need to do as far as one of those teams winning game five. But I think the series changed, in my opinion, and I'll break that stuff down to you. In the meantime, if you guys are new to the channel, go ahead and subscribe. Hit that like button. And then that bell notification, go ahead and hit that as well. And then every time I post a video, a new notification will be hit to your phones or your laptops. And I'm on every single platform, every single streaming platform out there. And the ones that have been listening, I can't thank you enough. I appreciate the support. One love. So we're going to be talking about the L.A. Lakers and the Phoenix Suns. And to me, it's been a crazy series so far. 2-2. Game 5 later today in Phoenix, in the Valley of the Sun, in the 602, in the desert. So I hope it's I hope it's hot out there because I hope it's going to be a hot game. It should be competitive. There's a lot of news coming out about as far as Anthony Davis, which I'm about to break down pretty soon. But to me, in my opinion, in my opinion, the Phoenix Suns have the upper hand. They're four-point or four-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. A lot has to do with that with Anthony Davis, which I'll break down in a second. But like I said on the previous episode, or the, 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 the breakdown of game uh, three, the Lakers and Suns, that the Suns, the Phoenix Suns role players have to show up. Like, they have to be part of the game somehow. And even though some played okay in game three and some kind of told off a little bit in game three, you need a collective of those guys. When I say role players, I ain't talking about the ones off the bench. Some might produce, but not really. You're not counting on Torrey Craig or Kaminsky or whoever else. Cameron Johnson, maybe. Cameron Payne, maybe. But outside of that, you have to heavily rely on your role players who are starters, like a, like a Mikael Bridges and, and a Jay Crowder. Those guys you need more than anything else. And that's the reason why they won game four, in my opinion. And people are going to say, yeah, because Anthony Davis got hurt, and whatever it may be, when I, which I'll break down in a second. But to me, they played great as far as John, uh, 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 Jay Crowder. He played a hell of a game. Same thing with, uh, with, with, with Torrey Craig off the bench. Played a hell of a game. Chris Paul and Devin Booker played okay as well. But the biggest factor to me was DeAndre Aiden, which I've been harping about in the last episode. He needs to step up against his bigs. And what he did is he pretty much neutralized Andre Drummond. Like he took him out of the game, basically. He didn't play in the fourth at all. Andre Drummond did not play in the fourth quarter because he's getting slaughtered by Chris, Chris Paul and DeAndre Aiden, 
with the pick and rolls and the pick and pops and the switches. And he's getting carved out. So they brought Marcus all in. And he did he did he did okay. He had you know three three pointers out of five attempts and you know spread the court out for LeBron. But the problem was he was couldn't really hang out there in defense as well. So it's 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 a win and lose situation. Who do you pick? Who like you do you put Drummond there to bang with with uh, uh, DeAndre Jordan? I'm sorry, DeAndre Aiden, or do you bring in Marcus Sol, who's a slower defensive player who can get exposed more in the pick and rolls and pick and pops? So you got pick and choose Lakers. I mean, you got all these talent on your team supposedly, right? But I hope they, I hope it pans out because I, to me, truth be told, I am not a LeBron hater. For the ones that be hitting me up, I have nothing against LeBron James. I'm a big fan of Goat James. You know, I've been a fan of him since before he came in the league. It's just I don't root, I don't root for the Lakers, so that means I don't root for LeBron James, and I definitely don't root for LeBron James on any team he plays on against my Golden State Warriors. That's a fact. So just note that for future reference. But going back to this, Chris Paul was not supposed to play in game four and basically told his coach, hey, if I'm not playing well, take me out. Put Cameron Payne in there, Hoover House. And guess what happened? He played great. So he convinced Monty Williams to play him. And he was hurt. So I hope AD, and it's hard. I get if AD had any other injuries, like a shoulder or whatever it is, he might play. But to have a groin injury, which I'll dive into in a little bit, to me, that's harder to come from or come back from because that groin pain, I have had it before. It is tough to shake. Once you have it, you're not 100% for a while. So he's going to be playing injured, continue on. If they do continue in the series or go on past the series, he's going to be hurt. He's going to be limping for a while. But like I said, the other players that came through, like Cameron Payne and that boy, quick. That boy, quick. And that dude's hand needs some tough threes. Yeah, he played well so far. He had 17, I believe, in the last game, game three. But game four, he had 13 points, four assists, four rebounds. Michael Bridges, the starter, had 11 points, but he's playing defense. He's playing as much. He's playing tough on LeBron as much as he can to prevent him from coming in the paint. Not just Michael Bridges. You got Jay Crowder. You know, you have uh, uh, Cameron Johnson who's doing the same thing. And then you have DeAndre Aiden in the paint for rim protection. So they're doing a good job as far as trying to limit LeBron James in a sense. But DeAndre Aiden came big, and they needed him to come big with 22 points and 11 rebounds, a couple blocks. They needed him more than anything else. And Chris Paul, my Lord, second half. I mean, they're down by four, I believe. I think the Suns were up by four points in the halftime in game four against the Lakers. But, man, he came to play in the third quarter. The reason why they ballooned his lead to, like, 18 points or whatever it was, 20 points, is because Chris Paul carved out the whole entire defense in the third quarter. Second half, he was killing the Lakers with one arm. He had only had one arm. One arm. He's injured. He's not healthy. He's injured. One arm, he was killing with the mid-range. I mean, he was switching all day on, on, on Andre Drummond and exposing him for what he is. And he can't play out there. He's a man in the island by himself. Can't, he can't guard nobody out there. But inside of here, you can give him respects. But outside there, good luck. It's cooking season. So, But for Phoenix Suns, game five, I expect Phoenix – I expect Phoenix to do whatever they can in the power to not allow this game to be lost without AD playing and for them to go back down a game because LA will do everything in their power to close out game six in La La Land. So I just hope that doesn't happen. So we'll see what happens on game five as far as Phoenix. They're, like I said, they're four and a half point favorite. 
and 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 Chris Paul and Devin Booker and Jordan and those three guys, and for sure Jay Crowder. You have to come in, and Jay Crowder is playing terrific on LeBron James. He's getting underneath his skin. He's 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 causing him to get. He's giving him hard fouls on LeBron James. You know, like he's playing tough, like up in your nose kind of thing. The dude is up in your grill, like <laughs> the whole entire game. And if he's not on you, it's Michael Bridges. So those two guys are doing everything in their power to limit LeBron James. And I'll speak about the Lakers in a second, but, man, you got to you gotta tip your head off to those guys because I know Dre Crowder, that guy will play every inch, every mile, every foot to the grave. Like, he'll take you down with him. Like, he ain't going out without, without a fight. And that's what I like about Jay Crowder, tough-nosed guy. You know, he, he he earned his respect in his league before he came to, you know, Phoenix. But he's tough, man. Tough guy. And even Jay Crowder himself, game four, man, he hit you with 17 points? Seven rebounds? Oh, yeah, definitely this right here. Oh, yeah, let me show you this clip right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me hear you, Mike Breen. Let me hear you one time, man. Three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good! Wins the game at the buzzer! Man, that's what I'm talking about because that's exactly what happened. Run it back for me, Mike Bream. Run it back. Three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good! Wins the game at the buzzer! Obviously, he didn't, he didn't win the game, but that pretty much put it to rest. But, man, I love Mike Green when he says bang out there because that man, it just brings me chills because he used to say a lot with Steph Curry and other players down the road in the past, but... Man, it's, it's going to be an epic game tomorrow, I mean, later today. So, we're going to see what's going to happen. As far as the Lakers, there's a lot to dig into. So, I'm, I'm going to be talking about the Lakers more in depth, more than the Suns, because they're the ones that are in trouble. The Lakers are in big trouble, boy. They're in big trouble. Anthony Davis, once again, is hurt. That's why I can never put AD in the top five. Top five talent? Yeah, 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 for sure. He's definitely in the top five talent. AD's in the conversation. When we talk about top five player? And that's why I disagree. Guy's always hurt. He misses certain games. He misses big games. And he cannot be relied on. Like, if you've seen... I'm going to play this clip right here for you. Look at look at Anthony Davis. Like, he's going to the basket. And, like, no one really touched him. And he falls down. He grabs his groin. Like, it was self, like self-inflicted. And I know he had groin issues before. In the past, like about a month ago, I believe. So he may be re-aggravated. I don't know. But I'm just saying the guy's always just deprived of his game due to injuries. And just he can never shake it. And this game, game five, they need him more than anything else. And he's going to be gone. But enough about that. So AD is not playing, which I'm pretty sure he's not going to play. The Lakers are not looking too good, guys. He's not. They're not looking too good. Lakers are not good. As a three-point shooting team, they're like 25th, 24th in the NBA as far as three-point percentage. Like, they can't beat you by the three-point line. They have to punish you in the paint. They can't claw themselves back in the game if they're down by 15, 20 points, whatever it is, by shooting threes. Despite they have good three-point shooters, like a KCP, like a Ben McAmore, like a Wesley Matthews. Like, those guys can hit. Even Mark Marcusaw, to a degree, can hit. Schroeder, he's okay. But those guys, you have those three good shooters, but you're still terrible. The reason why is because you guys jack up elevated shots. 
Lakers shoot 43s. 43s. And they make like, what, 12 of them or 10 of them. That is terrible. That is terrible. And the Lakers are not built like that. I'm going to tell you now, the Lakers are, Lakers are pound, like, they're pounding the paint. AD and LeBron, what they did in game three, they get, when they had 55 points combined amongst those two players, but both of them combined had 38 points out of the 55 in the paint, that's bully ball. That's what they need to do. LeBron needs to go back to being the bully and pound these guys in the paint and make them think, hey, oh, dang, this is, this is go James. But when you're out there shooting from the three-point line, LeBron James, that's what they want you to do. And even though LeBron can hit daggers here and there, clutch threes here and there, but if you're going to jack up 10 three-pointers a game and only hit two or three, that is whack. That's how you lose games. And Dennis Shooter, I don't know where you've been at in game four. You better show up in game five. Game three, you played well. Game four, you used MIA, like you disappeared or something when they needed you the most. And both of you guys, you and Caruso combined for 18 points or 19 points combined, and both of y'all played damn near almost 35, 40 minutes? That's terrible. So they, uh, uh, Caruso, he was a plus in that game, in game four. But as far as uh, Dennis Schroeder, you're there to score and play make. That's it. If you can't do neither one of them, you're useless. I would have Caruso in the game so he can lock up Chris Paul or, or, or Devin Book. Because we know you can't really guard neither one of those guys as far as Dennis Schroeder. And Kyle Kuzma, oh, my. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about this guy. Kyle Kuzma is pathetic. I mean, you're, I mean, you're good, but you overrated, my boy. You overrated. Like, how in the world are you? AD gets hurt. You come in the game. And your basketball cue is trash. I don't know how you have the ultimate green light, like you, Steph Curry, or 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 Luka Dantich, or you know Damon Leonard, or guys like that, like a KD, a Kyrie, a James Harden, a Tatum. You're not in that same atmosphere. You're not even in the same discussion at all. But they give you the ultimate green light. You catch, you dribble, shoot, or catch and shoot. Like you don't know how to pass the ball. You can't play make worth nothing. They bring you in because AD gets hurt, and you can't guard nobody for the damn life. Everybody's exposing you, and then on offense, you can't do nothing at all. At all. So they need you in game five. And I promise you guys, Laker Nation, Laker fans out there, if Kuzma does not give you 20-plus points on an efficient shooting night, and he's a, in the plus and minus category, and he's a plus in that category, then okay, I'll back up for a little bit. But if he doesn't do neither one of those things... Oh, I'm a dog this guy, for sure. And, and like I said, the guy to me is not talented enough to be in the playoffs, to be on a winning team. That is my opinion. And I'm going to say why not. The guy has a terrible basketball IQ. <laughs> Thank you guys for laughing out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm telling you now, for real. That guy just miserable. Kyle Kuzma, ultimate green light, and you're doing that? Get out of here with that stuff, man. And LeBron James, this is go back to the whole LeBron situation. This is about you. You go James, right? LeBron needs to be like a Hulk. 
Like, he needs to carry this team on his shoulder once again. Like, the next three games, this has to be about LeBron James. Nobody else. Obviously, yeah, you need the role players to play well. KCB, I'm not sure why you missed game four, but they do definitely need you on game five. And they need a Kuzma to show up. And they need a Dennis Schroeder to come out his shell. And they need they need Drummond to play like he's been playing his whole entire career. Right? They, they also need, I don't know why Montrose Hills ain't getting no minutes. But I'd rather have him in there than, than Drummond. That's just me. But LeBron James, you need to be the old, I mean, the old LeBron James, like the 2015 LeBron James, like the, the, the Miami Heat LeBron James. Even though you're up there in age, 36 years old, that's what we need. We need Go James to be the best player on the planet. Like everybody say he is. Like I say he is. LeBron James needs to take over the games, especially game five. This is To me, in my opinion, a must win. No other way around it. Game five is must win. LeBron needs to drop 35, 40 points in that game, period. And he needs to dominate in the paint. Stop jacking up shots from the three-point land. Go inside the paint and dominate these guys. Because no one on that team can guard you. Jay Crowder, even much, much, as much as I praise that guy, he can't guard you. Michael Bridges, even though he's good, he came out of Villanova a couple years in the league, he can't guard you. Cameron Johnson from North Carolina as a Tar Heel, a three-point shooter, very good. He can't guard you. And DeAndre Aiden in the paint, coming out of University of Arizona, young cat, young bully, seven-footer. He cannot guard you, and he cannot do nothing in the paint on you. So, hey, LeBron James, be like the old LeBron, like game six in the garden. Remember that? Remember Miami Heat when they went into Boston, down a game, they go into game six into Boston. LeBron James drops 46 points. Good Lord. 46, scorching hot. Like, it was a, one of the historical games ever, ever in the history of sports, in my opinion. And he had other games like that before, too. He had one against the San Antonio Spurs. But the one that everyone talks about is when, he, when LeBron James and company and Kyrie were down 3-1 to the Warriors when they had that historical year as far as going to state, had the best record of all time, right? And then 3-1, and they're up 3-1 as far as the Warriors. And then LeBron goes on the, on his berserk streak, game five, game six, game seven, dropping like 40 points in each of those games, having like a damn near triple-double. That's the LeBron James we need. That's the LeBron James that needs to show out. That's the Le that's the GOAT James, King James, whatever you want to call it. Arguably the best player to ever step foot on this court. That's the guy we need. And I want the Lakers to win. And I don't like the Lakers. I want a good series. I want, I want LeBron to face against the Clippers. The Los Angeles Clippers or you want to call them flippers, whatever you want to call it. The Los Angeles Clippers and the Lakers is the matchup we've been waiting to see for the last two years. That's what I want for that to happen in the Western Conference Finals. But it's going to be a tough road. Lakers going to be playing on the road throughout the whole entire damn thing. Remember, they're a seventh seed. They're going to be on the road the next series and the next series and the NBA Finals down the road. But still, if you have to count anybody to make it that far, it's LeBron James. He is the guy that can take you there. So I want that. I want. I, I need to see an epic final or some epic game five in LeBron James. And to me, LeBron, I don't know how to say this to you, LeBron James. And I said it before. LeBron cannot win threes or win by win games by shooting threes. 
And I'm going to keep harping on that because that's all I've been seeing so far in, in these four games against the Phoenix Suns. In the four game span, LeBron James jacked up 28 three-pointers. And guess how many he made out of 28 three-pointers? I'll wait. Nine. Nine. Nine out of 28. I mean, to me, if you don't think that's pathetic or terrible or disgusting, it doesn't even get you like even mad into a certain extent. I don't know what else to tell you. That's not good enough. You're shooting 32% from the three-point land. You dominate inside, but you rather shoot outside. Like you should play in and out instead of out and in. At the same time, this is even more pathetic. LeBron James is not a good free throw shooter. We all know that. He hovers around 70% as far as field goal, uh, free throw percentage throughout his entire career. But in the four-game span, you're averaging. Let me pull up the stats right here for you. Oh, my God. LeBron James shot 17 free throws in four games. That's not good enough as well. He usually averages more than that by now, by game four, right? Or going to game five. He's 10 for 17 from the free throw line. 10 for 17. Okay, that comes up to 59% from the free throw line. All right, that's almost a Luka ish. Okay, that's almost a Shaq ish, right? You can't be that pathetic, LeBron. Like these free throws, and I don't know if you're like, you're afraid to go into the paint because of this, because your free throws are, your free throw rolls is just pathetic. But you need to average more attempts to bring up your percentage or just get, keep, you know, give them foul trouble. Do something, dominate inside. But to have 10 out of 17 free throws, sure not 59, 59% from the free throw line, that's terrible. And in the four games, fun fact, in the four games, he attempted 4.3 free throws a game. He's only giving four free throw attempts a game. LeBron James, you're that big, unstoppable. No one can, no one can hold you down. And yet you shoot four free throws a game? And you average nine in your career per game in the playoffs? In the playoff average, he averages nine free throws. You only get in that four. So I expect LeBron James to give you at least 10 free throw attempts in game five. At least 10 free throws. I'm not saying how many he's going to make because his shooting was just, it's out there. But she give you at least 10. And everybody else, stop shooting threes. Go inside. I know Messi Matthews and Ben McElmore, you're you know, you're shooting you know, three-point shooters, but we need LeBron and everybody else just cut, go inside. Go inside. And then dominate inside. LeBron used 6'9, 260. Go in the paint, bro. Seriously. Like, I'm enough talking about LeBron James, but I'm gonna keep going at it. So, like I said, the Suns are a four and a half point favorite. They have the upper hand on game five. Andre Drummond needs to sit his ass down. Marcus Hall and Montres Hill should be should give him a minute to Andre Drummond. But hey, I'm not the coach. We'll see what happens. But that's why I believe not having Rajon Rondo on your team is the reason why LeBron James can't sit. When LeBron James sits, like for example, in game three, was it game four? Game three or game four, one of those games, he sat down. When their team was up 11 points, when the Lakers were up 11 points, he sat down. And guess what happened? Phoenix blew that lead out, and they took the lead. When Rondo last year, when he came in, when LeBron set, he was the mini version of LeBron James. And all you guys out there know that it's the truth. 
Rondo is a factor. Playoff Rondo. He might not give you 30 points, but he'll get everybody in line. He gets them in sync. He's like an orchestra. Like he's out there playing, you know, playing his magic, right? Or he's like a magician in a sense, right? Like the guy can play ball. He can get you settled for your shots. He can, you know, crash the, you know, penetrate into the basket, kick it out. He's a very good player, huge IQ. That's why I believe when the Lakers decide not to sign him and let him go to Atlanta, where he eventually got traded to the Clippers, is a benefit for the Clippers, and it's, a, it's not a benefit for the Lakers because when LeBron sits down, who is your playmaker? Don't say Dennis Schroeder. I'll wait. And don't say Alex Crusoe. I'll still wait. Who is it? Nobody. Nobody can create off their damn life. Nobody. AD used to dump the ball, let AD create and on his own in the paint. Outside of that, LeBron is the only one that can facilitate, who can actually create for other players. Rondo was the big factor. That's why I believe if they lose in any part of the series, it's because of Rondo's uh, missing from the from the team was a eye-opener. People want to talk about AD being hurt. Yes, that's true. People want to talk about LeBron James not being dominant. To a certain degree, that's true. But they're going to talk about Rondo? I don't think so, but I will. Without Rondo, this team... Can't go as far as what I believe they can't go as far. I want them to be there, but I, I believe they might not make it there. I hope they make it there. But we'll see. So enough about the whole Rondo situation. But the Lakers need to get their stuff in order. Players need to show up. Kyle Kuzma, I don't know who gave you the ultimate green light, but you ain't that good, bro. You're not that good. I mean, you're okay. You're a good player in a sense, I guess. But you're not you're not that great. You're not a you're not an apex player to be shooting premier shots and getting the ultimate green light like other players. Okay? You're not that guy. Play your role. You're going to be starting in game five. So I expect the most out of you. 20 points minimum on an efficient shooting night. In the plus minus category, you better be plus, bro. Because then game four, the only guys who were plus, who was, who was plus in the, in the plus and minus category, LeBron James, obviously. Alex Caruso. Oh, wow. He came off the bench. And who else? Marcus All. So I expect the other guys to show up. If not, we're going back to LA with the Phoenix Suns being up one game, having a chance to close out, which is going to be hard. But everybody's going to be talking about that game six. So I can't wait. So I hope y'all had a good time. Enjoy this whole episode. If you're still watching this, I appreciate the love. Go ahead and subscribe. Smash that like button. You know. Hit me, you know, hit me up on any of the podcasts. If you guys want to chat with me, hit me up as well. I always respond to the comments as well. And I can't wait. I'll be back here with the whole game six situation. I'll break down game five after later on today and see who wins. But until then, I appreciate the love. Like always, I appreciate the support. Like always. So stay tuned. See you then. Peace. <laughs>